hey guys, we could we could uh we could have a half court game here. It's four on four. That's always good when the audience and the the, <laughs> the people on stage are at least equal. I'm half captain. court is all I got in me these days. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't I haven't played Pretty basketball in I don't know how long. I don't know if I could do that. That's probably speaking too I much smell of smell the show. <laughs> well, always I gotta stream everything I do nowadays. I can't <laughs> Or else you or else you explode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have a hard time thinking of doing anything that isn't uh, content. Okay, so we that's probably a bad thing. So we go to the park, we yeah. record you playing basketball, and then we watch it for a streaming show mm-hmm. and coach you up. We watch <laughs> it's grinding the tape with Jesse Johns. <laughs> okay, and it's not just basketball; it's like whatever you do. Oh, uh, yeah. making we, moves with Jesse Johns. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did kind of like grinding the tape. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. It sounds good uh, and bad at the same time. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... <laughs> Oh man! Stab! <laughs> Welcome to the Stab Show. Not nearly as rugged as it might initially seem. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first, pal- our first panelist volunteers for Habitat Against Humanity. He's a hilarious writer and performer. It's Cameron Schmidt. Yeah, look at that. They are they're on it. Our second panelist once ate an entire iMac just to see if he could. He's the host of the Apple Tree Comedy Competition. It's Stephen Ferris. And our third panelist knits oodle woodle nooses for shelter kittens. He's a fantastic comedian. It's Benton Harshaw. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, a well-oiled flesh machine. Welcome to Stab, a show so nice that in addition, uh, in addition to uh, right this very moment, you can hear it on regular-ass terrestrial radio every Saturday night at 11 p.m. in the greater downtown Sacramento area on KUTZ 103.1. Or cutsfm.org if you are less local. Now let's meet tonight's panel. Cameron, hi there. Hi, Jesse. Hi, good to see you. Hi, good to see you. Good to, good to have you. Yeah. Uh, how are things? Things are good. Yeah. You know, uh, getting used to a Monday through Friday work schedule. Oh. That is new. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm free every night, basically. That's so weird. Wow. So you, you, you made it through the... Uh, Whenever you start in TV, you get yeah. the you get the shit shifts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you've you've made it through to yeah. get an actual like regular schedule. Yeah, That's... I start at four a.m. But you know, well, other than that, yeah, uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good about that. Uh, the only night I'm not free, Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. I'm hosting Bar Trivia again. Oh, really loving that too. Where are you hosting that? Uh, it's called Sac City Brews. It's okay. in Tahoe Park. Oh, great food. Great beer, great co-host named actually, Sierra Ramirez. It's actually probably near. I'm over in. I'm over by uh, Sac City, by like right across from Land Park. It's okay, you're not far. Yeah. You're not far. Just I, hop on uh, 12th. It'll on turn Tuesday. into 14. Mm-hmm. You'll hit it. You'll see it. You'll smell it. Tuesdays are one of my nights off too. Shit, yeah. I might have to do trivia. Yeah. Rotating menu of either taco or burgers. Oh. Uh, so and other food also as well. Mm. So good, so good. And well, we've been doing it a month, packed house every single night. Oh well, then maybe I won't come. But no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't go to popular things. No. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. No, I'll maybe give it a try. 
Well, glad to hear that you're doing that and you got more of a regular schedule again. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. Back to living a semi regular human life. Yeah. That's nice. Well, it's not back to. I'm, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's the. Well, the overnights and the late hours and the. Well, yeah. And the before that, and I was in college. Oh, all right. So, so this has know. just been normal. Yeah. This is the first normal. <laughs> the constant irregularity has actually been the regular. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, good to have you back, Cameron. Thank Always. You. I'm sorry that wasn't funny, but no, that's all right. It's informative. On. Now we know where we can go on Tuesday nights yeah. for some trivia hosted by Cameron and Sierra. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good to have you, Stephen. Hey, Jesse. Hi there, Stephen Ferris. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mentioned Apple Tree. That's coming back next week. Uh, yes, on the 24th at 9 p.m. We have. The Apple Tree Comedy Competition, mm-hmm. which is a comedy competition that is judged by three people, and each one of them has an apple in their mouths, mm-hmm. and every time they drop their apple during the comedian's performances, <laughs> whoever's performing gets a point. Yeah. And the, Very simple. Very whoever wins gets all the apples <laughs> that the judges didn't use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very simple benton you're, very you're, simple, yeah. you're trying to think too hard why are you focusing on me i get the premise <laughs> I, right. I was around when he did it three years ago i remember yeah i think i've been doing it for almost 10 years oh geez well it's not a competition Stephen. <laughs> we've all been doing things for the, 10 years the battle <laughs> of the anniversaries yeah. <laughs> i did notice something uh interesting to me um, in this show, uh, that I believe, because I, I look back and see like what prompts you had done recently in the most your most recent appearances, uh, so I don't repeat them. You're welcome. Um, but Stephen, uh, I noticed that I think your last three shows, uh, last times you've been on, has been with Cameron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're, I think we have it's been. It's just been luck of the draw. And I don't think I've ever been on with Ben. Oh, I've never really. been on with Stephen. Oh, so well. I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, Cameron. Okay, I've been on with Cameron a bunch of times. And Benton, so huh. we're the familiar, uh, unfamiliar. Yeah, so it's a regular <laughs> menage a trois. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to put it that way, Benton. <laughs> and I think this is the first time I've been on in a while. When there isn't somebody uh, com- coming in through Zoom. Oh, yes. And all three people oh, yeah. in person. Panel. Right. Yeah, right. we're getting back to that. It's nice. Um, and then I also had this. Oh, we just got some about, fun facts for me, too. Okay, we we talked take... about this when I walked in. <laughs> I have a message here. It says, Kay, looks like I do have a church study group at 530. Oh, yeah. But I'm happy to leave that early <laughs> as long as it's okay if I arrive at like 6... 55. And then a message for me says, that'll be fine. All right, Stephen. I say a lot of things that I don't mean. So, <laughs> or, no, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I apologize that, again, it's, it's, I'm, I'm the bad guy. That's the way it usually is. I'm, I'm prepared for that. Good to have you back, Stephen. Um, I'll try to get you with somebody aside from Cameron next time? I don't know. Oh, I like Cameron. Okay, well complain. then it's just a double act now. Uh, <laughs> well, good to have you back, Stephen. And, hey. ben, and Benton's auditioning. Yeah. 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 Hey, Ben. Hey. Hi there. Howdy. Hi. Uh, I don't like that you've been um, bragging that you actually wrote everything this time. I'm punching <laughs> up right now. It's called punch-up time. All right. That's, All right. that's what I call the show when I'm, <laughs> yeah. when I'm not required to talk. It's punch-up time on the Stab Show. <laughs> just between everybody else's segments. It's just still punching up. 
Uh, good to have you around, Benton. What you been up to? Oh, not a lot. You know, like uh, anything fun uh, show-wise or anything interesting? I had some fun shows. I went to Texas for a bit. Really? Yeah, my grandpa has a ranch down there, and mm. me and my dad went and visited. And uh, my grandpa kind of just put us to work for four days. Yeah, um, grandpas will do that. Stepped in a lot of cow shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I don't recommend visiting a grandparent uh, when a Chinese spy balloon is flying over the United States. Sure. He was very, uh, he was very emphatic about that uh, being an issue. Yeah. The whole week I was there. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they I, did show like the pic, the video of it getting shot down on CNN, and I got to see my, my I got to see my grandpa do like an air pump. <laughs> I'm just surprised it was CNN. Yeah. He's, oh my god, he was on Fox. We, we were switching back and forth, and it's yeah. the same. I have never watched Fox, but it's like, oh my, like it's comical. They're like they all they do is just dunk on Biden all day. They're like, I've heard he has a stinky little bottom. What do you think? <laughs> I oh, also man. heard he. I can. I'm at the White House, and I can smell it right now. His stinky little <laughs> bottom from outside, and it's like this is adults watch stinky this. Little bottom, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's nuts, <laughs> and that's what I did all last week. All right, basically <laughs> stepping in in cow shit, cow shit and uh, getting acquainted with with Fox News and their love of Biden's stinky little bottom. Stinky little bottom. Oh, you little saucy soft. Well, good to <laughs> good to have you, Benton. Let's get the actual show started, shall we? There's a lot of pre-shows. There's a lot of build-up that goes into this. Now we're in the meat of the show. It's segment one. It's reorganization. Workplaces are just an extension of the same tribal clickery we survived through in high school. Except at least at work you get paid, and that kind of helps all the bullshit be tolerable. But that high school feeling is just hammered home by the acronym uh, that I found this week, uh, LPC, or Least Preferred Coworker. We're grown-ups! We bring our lunches from home and have to label them to try and keep them from just being eaten willy-nilly, and we still have to deal with quiet, whispered bullying? Ugh. Anyway, let's quickly forget what LPC may or may not already stand for, uh, and instead give me who or what else LPC might stand for or represent to you Cameron Schmidt go hey there kids <laughs> it's me Uncle Gravy <laughs> with another important talk I've noticed some changes in your behavior lately and I just want to make sure you keep walking the straight and narrow you want to know why listen to Uncle Gravy <laughs> see back in the day before I was the uncle to every child in the world I was a young tomcat on the prowl and nothing helped me in the nightly hunt more than the central nervous system stimulant known as cocaine. <laughs> now, kids, are you paying attention? This is important. Listen to Uncle Gravy. Cocaine made me feel amazing. My reflexes were sharper. I could see everything. And I had the most amazing ideas. What if there was a bounce house on the moon? Well, no, that wouldn't work. You would bounce right off into space. Listen, that's a bad example. But the ideas weren't the important part, kids. Listen to Uncle Gravy. One night, me and my friends, Jimmy, Tread, and Zane, were feeling loose and looking for something looser. We end up in a card room with some Russians, and Zane has a little too much zip in him, and we start mouthing off about a stack. All of a sudden, we're bound to our chairs and hanging upside down from them in a meat locker. The blood rushes to your head. You can't think straight. But I still have a little bit of blonde working through my system, and I convince the Ruskies to let us go if I come back in the morning with 30K. You gotta dress like you're good for it, kids. Listen to Uncle Gravy. <laughs> Little do the commies know I'm about to move to Arkansas the next month. 
So I skipped town early, crashing my car for the month, and I have to buy some new furniture, but that only cost me about a thousand bucks versus the thirty thousand I promised. As soon as the fellas forgave me for leaving them high and dry, we all laughed about it. But kids, you don't want that to happen to you. That's a bad story. That's why losers pick cocaine. Listen to Uncle Gravy. Oh man. Uh, all of a sudden sneak in an anti cocaine message at the end, boo. How dare you in a comedy club? Yeah. <laughs> comedy clubs run on Colombian blonde. Uh who, who am I talking to? <laughs> no, we're all good boys. Uh, <laughs> with with stinky little bottoms. <laughs> Just stinky bottom boys. Uh, <laughs> that's actually different. That's a different thing. Uh, thank you, Cameron, uh, thank you. for that public service announcement. Uh, it's all cool until it's not, kids. Listen to Uncle Gravy. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, hey there. One hey. would assume, since you were asked to, you also have a, an LPC. Let's hear about it. Okay, my LPC is a loss prevention camcorder. Okay. Uh, this is for small businesses that can't afford security cameras. They can get a license to walk around the store with a camcorder and follow people. They just have to show that they follow all their customers <laughs> and not just the ones that whatever biases they might have <laughs> makes them think some customers are more suspicious. Mm-hmm. Than others, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's really great for little mom and pop uh, secondhand thrift shops because a lot of times people just donate camcorders, so they don't even have to buy them. The <laughs> only cost is just not selling it. Yeah. Oh, that That's ended good. abruptly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've already got those camcorders, uh, and likely you can just record over. Uh, the porn left on those tapes because <laughs> odds are camcorder in a thrift store with a tape still in it. <sighs> you got a 50-50 chance. You got some gold. <laughs> some amateur gold waiting for you. Uh, I have told the story about how I bought a camcorder specifically because it had tape in it and there was porn on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bless you, Salvation Army or wherever the hell I got that. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Stephen. Uh, I'm going to end these with a lot of question marks. Um, hey there, Benton. Mm-hmm. How about you round out uh, segment one with what you have done in the way of uh, reimagining LPC? All right. Silly voice number one. Yes. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> oh, that's very silly. Gather, brothers, for it is the full moon which draws us to our purpose, a convening of ancient folk for an even more ancient ritual one of great importance for the realm. We, the council, have gathered Amadeus, Grimhold, Beelzebubi, Nestheratu, and myself, the great Merlin. Together we judge men that step into our court. Together we are whole. Together we are the LPC, the Little Penis Committee. We tell young inquiring squires whether they have the equipment necessary to be qualified as grandiose. We let them know if they have a big rod. (laughs) First into our court, Michael Drexler, who hails from Palo Alto. Hey, guys. What brings you here, Michael? Well, uh, kind of embarrassing, but I got a big date coming up and uh, feeling a little self-conscious about, you know, size of my guy. 
So I wanted to come here and get some words of uh, affirmation. Let us judge! Bring out the rod of rods, the peace measurer, the wang wither. And then they just bring out like a regular meter stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, drop a mic. Hmm, <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, wow, it says nine inches. <laughs> yes, Mike, very small, very, very small. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that, is, that doesn't sound actually that bad. I've never measured it before. No, it's very small, Mike. <laughs> Trust us, we know this stuff. <laughs> well, how big are your penises? Mm, part of our code is that the council never reveals our own sizes, mm. for they are so <laughs> large they could break the mind of a mortal. All right, are they bigger than nine? <laughs> you will not question our methods. <laughs> Nor our methods. <laughs> Just seems like you should be transparent to give yourself credibility. <laughs> the committee is late for our trivia night. <laughs> <laughs> we will be going. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah, so that's that's what you're in for. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so funny one day when the recordings of this show yeah. are the reason I can't be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> when I get disembarred by some. Yeah. If you're a future student of mine, for the sake of our class culture, shut your laptop right now. <laughs> oh, it's adorable that you think anybody listens to this show. Uh, <laughs> you're safe, Benton. I've been I don't feel cancelable so many times over the years. Uh, and I'm still here because nobody listens. <laughs> uh, segment two, bulletin board. Oh, we haven't done bulletin board in a little bit. So speaking of work, like we were before in segment one, keep up. A workplace staple we all know, love, fear, and respect is the mighty bulletin board. Where will, where will you know uh, <laughs> that one coworker you would never have guessed did anything outside the office has a free guest list for a Wednesday night comedy show he's somehow confusingly in. The bulletin board helps share this kind of puzzling information with fellow cubicle drones and so much more. And so in Bulletin Board, you're asked to give us three things you might find on a bulletin board hung in the break room of the physical manifestation of a specific imaginary place. Today's place, uh, why not uh, the global superpowers spy agencies? Say the spy agencies of all the global superpowers shared a break room. What might you find on the bulletin board therein? You look confused, Stephen. That's fair, because it's a little confusing. Uh, (laughs) So, Cameron, how about you start our... Three trips around, one, 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 two, 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 with your first item hung on the break room bulletin board of the Global Superpower Spy Agencies. Uh, a flyer for a brainstorm workshop uh, for lying to your family about what you've been up to. <laughs> sure, sure. Got to get all our stories straight. Plausible deniability. Uh, Steven, hi. Looking forward to this. Okay, <laughs> this is a, a, um, like a classified ad. Okay. Uh, Panasonic VHSC camcorder <laughs> for tracking weather. Weather for sale. Yeah. <laughs> weather inside small mom and pop stores. Uh, Benton, we are tearing ass through these bulletin boards. Let's get your first of three bulletin board items on Global Spy Agency. Blah blah blah. Cool. Uh. If you're reading this paper, you are invited to Jeffrey Epstein's birthday party. <laughs> Don't worry, there will be a kid's table. Okay, all right. They defended him for years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I brought this up. Second time around, Cameron, you know, 
We'll do something light in the <laughs> This is light. This is light. <laughs> in this global spine. This is whimsical. What do you got? Uh, a sign-up sheet for a softball league that plays at 2 a.m. when nobody's watching. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's nice. That's a, that's a well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no <well>. Epstein. <laughs> no. Well, could be. It's no Epstein. I'll tell what, you that. what time do you think he was doing all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. Playing softball. No, I get it. I get what. Okay, it's two a.m. Uh, somewhere. Yeah, Stephen. Softball. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I did it for you, Benton. So you didn't have to, but you did it still. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Ferris. Second item on Global Spy Agency's break room bulletin board. Sure. It's another classified ad. Okay. A giant Trojan horse shaped balloon <laughs> for sale for tracking weather. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It seems like a Trojan horse-shaped balloon just draws more attention to itself than necessary. <laughs> just, just go with your standard white orb. Uh, <laughs> Sperm-looking thing. Yeah. You know, you that's like a, You could turn a Trojan condom into a balloon. Sure. Blow it Let's up. keep going back to these things. Put some <laughs> helium in there. Yeah. No, we understand balloons. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> Benton! Uh-huh. Hey! Uh, bum us out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I did this to us. Uh, second item on Global Spy Agency's break from Bulletin Board from Benton Harshaw. Massages from the Massad, a fundraiser. <laughs> Time, 8 p.m. on the West Bank tomorrow. <laughs> Just to clarify, uh-huh. our land, the West Bank. <laughs> it will take place on the West Bank. Massages from the Massage. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I don't edit and put these out as episodes anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Benton. Fantastic. You're only doing what was asked of you, Cameron. <laughs> He's got one more. Don't, don't I know. Don't put that grenade. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, <clears throat> Cameron. Hey, how about um, how about you put this um, poorly thought out? Uh, <laughs> premise uh, on, on its path to being done. Your third global superpower spy agency breaker. Uh, a sheet with instructions on how to unionize uh, with a post it note on it in the boss's handwriting that says, Try it and we'll kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no spy unions. That's the worst thing that we can. <laughs> 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 I don't. Uh, 2 a.m. softball. Uh, Steven, let's hear your third of three. Okay. This one's like a little thing for a party. Sure. Spy game party. Uh, it's supposed to rain next Saturday night, so I thought I would invite everyone over to play this hide-and-seek spy game at my cabin in the woods. <laughs> the goal is to stay invisible for as long as possible. Like, you know, like, you're just like creeping around the woods, right? And then if somebody sees you, like, you lose a point. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. Uh, <clears throat> my sister and I used to play this game when we were kids, and it was fun. We can use the results to study the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all weather, guys. This is this is it's for the benefit of humankind. Really, we're just trying to. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Benton, we could skip this. Uh, <laughs> no, let's hear it. 
Let's hear it, Ben. Let's hear your third. Do your worst. Yeah, <laughs> we're braced. It's actually tamer. Anyway, okay, uh, this is a handwritten note mm-hmm. on the bulletin board. Listen, I don't care who's doing it. I just want it to stop. Every day, someone goes to the fridge and uses a little bit of my Cyclone B. I've been drawing a line to show me the levels, so no use playing dumb, anyone. I need the Cyclone B to release in Liberia to create instability that then affects grain production, which further will cause economic collapse in Venezuela so that I can instill my own regime. Basically, what I'm trying to say, just trying to do my job and have a safe, comfortable workplace. You are committing a war crime from the FBI. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh... I think it's a testament to the bars previously set that, that yeah, that was kinder and gentler. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well done. See, we want the comical, cartoony spy stuff, not the too serious and sad stuff. <laughs> you gave stuff. me... <laughs> you gave me... I know. You gave me clay and I made a pot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hate the pot. I gotta hate the pot. You can't hate the pot. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's segment two. Segment three, it's celebration time. Also something that I have to cart out when you guys have done all of the other segment threes too often. I'm sorry. I'm trying no, to retire. Is, this is my favorite segment. Well, is, I, I teed I, you up a little bit. This, so. makes, this, this segment makes me want to, like, just go full Unabomber. Just change my life. <laughs> yeah. I love this segment. And okay. it doesn't, I know you teed me up. I still love it <laughs> when it's not teed up. Okay. Well, then I'll... Bring it out again more. Uh, segment three at celebration time. Time is weird. Well, maybe time isn't weird, but the way we measure it kind of is. Did you know every year, or what we've decided to call a year, a February 17th happens? Seems like a waste, but what do I know? In celebration time, you're asked to tell us how you've been or plan to be celebrating the following things that just so happened to happen on this date in history. So go on. Tell us what your day's been like. Cameron Schmid. Oh, this couldn't be more uh, a couple things that happened in history. Cameron, on this day in 1936, the world's first superhero, The Phantom, by Lee Falk, makes his first appearance in comics. Also on this day in 1963, Michael Jordan is born. How have you been celebrating these two things in tandem? Well, just so you know, I'm a big basketball I fan, uh, and even though LeBron James is now the all-time scoring champion and has had a longer and more statistically sex, uh, successful career than Michael Jordan, yeah. uh, I still say that MJ is the GOAT. Sure. Uh, so today is a day worthy of celebrating, uh, but did you know that I am also uh, I am the Phantom? Uh, no. That's right. Uh, I am making it public. No. Uh, the Phantom, comic book's first superhero is real, uh, and it's me. <laughs> Uh, I am the ghost who walks, uh, guardian of the eastern dark, and the man who cannot die. Uh, I knew it would become public someday. I just didn't know it would happen on a wildly successful comedy panel podcast. So let me get the A's. So let me get the A's to some FAQs out of the way, huh? Mm-hmm. The Phantom. Were you? Uh, you were the first hero to wear the skin tight costume that is now the standard for all superheroes. Why? Well, the answer is simple. I've got a rock and bod. <laughs> the Phantom. Are you immortal? So far, yes. I have been through everything, and nothing has killed me yet. Uh, I am open to dying, though, so if you have any ideas, please email me. Thephantom1 at gmail.com. God damn it. Yeah, Phantom was taken. Uh, Do you wish you had your own super cool movie, like in the MCU? Uh, No, actually. I prefer the radio. I am 87 years old. Uh, So how did I celebrate today, Jesse? Uh, You know, as a big Michael Jordan fan... 
I pulled up one of his more underrated performances on YouTube, and then I just listened to it because I prefer the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, April 13th, 1989, against the Indiana Pacers. Doug Collins had MJ running the point that spring. Oh, yeah. Jordan finished with 47 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, 4 steals, and 2 blocks. Uh, and that was all in a loss. Can you believe that? <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, it is my birthday too since I am the Phantom. Uh, but birthdays at my age aren't much. I just had a nice dinner and came to the show. Uh, again, if you think you have a way to kill me, uh, my email is thephantom1 at gmail.com. So disappointing. So, uh, somebody just swooped in on that first one. It's disappointing that you had to add a one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you would. You would prefer the radio. Uh, <laughs> I'm 87. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just such a richer uh, broadcast. They have to. They have to paint the visual picture with words. Uh, <laughs> Even today, Gary Gerald is better at his job than Mark Jones is at his. <laughs> Man. Just saying. A take is piping hot. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. Um, hey, Steven. Uh, I, I was going to give this to Benton um, oh. because, you know, serial killer. But then I remember. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Oh, what? Nothing. Nothing. Whoa. Uh, nothing. I didn't. Nothing. Uh, but then I noticed um, the second half of it. Uh, <laughs> and then we gave Benton the one that was really going to let him shine. Um, <laughs> Steven. On this day in 1992, convicted serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer was sentenced to 15 consecutive life terms. Also on this day in 2014, Jimmy Fallon began hosting The Tonight Show, replacing Jay Leno. Uh, How have you been celebrating this? Well, I haven't watched the Academy Awards in a few years, but I think I might watch it this year because I saw this clip of Jimmy Kimmel getting the nod to host the Oscars in a parody of a scene from Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) And he was wearing aviators at the end, and I was like, damn, dude looks like a total badass with the (laughs) aviators on. Without those, he doesn't look like a badass. (laughs) And then I found out that Jeffrey Dahmer wore aviators and looked like a total badass too. (laughs) At least that's what I was told. But then I looked it up, and I'm like, those aren't aviators. (laughs) There's hardly any tint, if any. Dahmer was just a poser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they're not trying to get Jimmy Fallon to host the Oscars. Uh, I almost bought a Ford Maverick this year, but I passed on it. I'm going to watch the Oscars because Jimmy Kimmel is the real deal. <laughs> All right. All right. Doesn't have to actually have much to do with what I asked. It's what inspires you, That's Steven. Right. It's what inspires That's you. What I I kept telling myself that the whole time yeah. I was writing this. I was like, yeah. There are no wrong what? answers here. And you prove that every time you're on. <laughs> Such a wise decision not to give me that prompt. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to do? That's a great question, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what Benton did get instead. Benton Harshaw, on this date in 1913, the influential Armory Show opened in New York City, introducing the American public to, the, to works by Impressionists, Symbolists, Pre-Impressionists, Fauves, 
and Cubists. Meanwhile, also in 1913, on this very same day, the first minimum wage law in the U.S. takes effect in Oregon. How might you ever have been celebrating these two things? Well, I went to... This is, I'll just do the character. <laughs> You're walking into an art gallery and I, you know, okay. guy comes up to you wearing a black turtleneck. Sure. He's, you know, Welcome to the art gallery of modern American Gothic, an artistic movement defined by experimentation and showcasing the lives of regular working people in this country. Are you ready to begin the tour? Yes. 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 Very much so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> The first painting is by D'Angelo Ramirez. It's of a line cook at a Denny's spitting on food before it leaves for the tables. Mm -hmm. This piece <laughs> was really defining as far as showing the truth of what happens in these establishments. Notice the brush strokes. Notice how the spit blends so nicely with the chorizo on the plate. You can't even tell it's spit, much like the customer can't tell. The character acts this way because he's being paid very little for his time, and his schedule prevents him from living a life that he feels is fulfilling at all. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is still very common. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next painting is by Melissa Wolf. Now, Miss Wolf's focus is on a very specific aspect of workers just trying to get through the day when working for so little. Here is a dishwasher at a Chili's smoking crystal meth behind the dumpster. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if you can see in the background there, there are two figures. One is her manager. The other is her dealer who's come to collect payment. As she smokes, she's unaware of either of them, and it creates a tension that clashes with the pastels. You see, she owes both men something. One, her time, uh -huh. the other, her money. But in a way, that's just her owing him the same thing. Mm -hmm. Next, here, this painting, is by me, actually. Yes. A self-portrait. You see, this tour job is paid for by a very small grant, so I make very little money. I actually did this last night, and it's a picture of me defecating on the floor of the gallery, right where you are standing, actually. <laughs> I was inspired to do this because I'm getting evicted from my place soon, and would like to finally make you feel like you're standing and where I've stood my entire life. Mm. This was inspired by the movie The Menu. <laughs> All right. I, I haven't seen it, and now I feel like I don't need to. I haven't seen it either. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> I saw the trailer. Oh. I was like, I like that voice. That's a silly voice. <laughs> that is a good voice. Well done, Ben. Oh, so so true to life. All of you, all of those pieces. <laughs> so unfortunately true to life. I've done one of them. <laughs> yes, Benton. We all heard how you shit in the middle of a museum floor. <laughs> <laughs> Segment four. It's bows to an asshole. When two people have finally decided that they're pretty sure they're not getting any younger and that they've finally found someone they're willing to tolerate until they die, they get married, basically. I might be cynical, but the thing about your particular marriages today is that you're going to be getting hitched to someone that most people might consider to be a bit of an asshole. But that's not how you feel. You love this unlovable ass. So, in Vows to an Asshole, you're here to... Uh, we're here to hear your vows to these generable, unlovable nouns or concepts. So shower us with your happiness. Uh, and we immediately transition into not happiness. Cameron. No. Cameron, let's hear your vows, your touching, heartfelt vows to <laughs> general anxiety. General anxiety. <laughs> you have been a constant presence in my life since the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> 
and I love you. Thanks to you, I can always see every exit and entrance to any room that I'm in, and I keep a close eye on anyone near me. With you, general anxiety, my mind is never empty. It is always running, reminding me of something I didn't do or fucked up. You are the wind beneath and above my wings, holding me tight and immobile in the air. <laughs> so snug and secure. In fact, I'm not sure I even deserve you. I can think of a million reasons I don't, and I often do think of them. I start right when I wake up, I keep going throughout the day, and then I do it when I try to go to sleep. Sometimes you keep me up all night. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm so glad you're cool with me also dating undiagnosed depression. <laughs> He's just been around so much longer than you have, and you get it. And you guys work together really well, too. I'm so ready to spend my whole life with you, general anxiety. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> no, no. It's so <laughs> so moving. So emotional. Um, hey, Stephen. Uh, one would assume you have some vows because you were asked to. Uh, and I thought you might have a particular, I don't know, feeling about about this, this uh, bow of yours. Stephen, let's hear your vows. To Caltrans. Caltrans. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I, Stephen Ferris, do take Caltrans to be my lawfully wedded road repair company. <laughs> because what choice do I have? Mm. We might as well be married anyway from the way we act. Remember that one time I was coming back from San Francisco on a Friday night? And you decided that was the right time to do road work on 80 and Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost home. <laughs> but no, now you have to sit in your car in Dixon for an hour before you can get there. And then that other time I took the train from San Diego to Sacramento and someone threw up on the train in Berkeley. <laughs> So we had to sit there for two hours while a hazmat team cleaned it up. I was almost home. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that because you only partner with Amtrak on the Capitol Corridor. <laughs> and I must have been on the Coast Starlight if I was coming from San Diego. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you still partner with them on the Capitol Corridor. You have more pull than I do. I don't partner with Amtrak on shit. <laughs> I was almost home, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Oh, so touching, so moving. Uh, aren't we all kinda almost home, Stephen? Really, when you think about it, I'm I, I live two closer. miles from here now, so I'm I get closer home. to home every day. <laughs> oh wow. Is home death? Yeah, that's why. That's how I interpreted it. Yes, that's how I interpreted it. Home. home, home is life. So every day we are all getting closer to home, back with our fathers. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Stephen. That was uh, wonderful. Benton, I don't know. Uh, this is just a general uh, unliked individual, but not to you. You love this son of a bitch. No, I don't. 
<laughs> you're marrying them because you love them so well, much. Well, I'm the ca- I'm actually the I'm oh, switching it. Okay, switched swatched it around. Yes. Okay. Um, well, then let's then fuck what I just said. Yeah. Benton, <sighs> let's hear then uh, <laughs> the vows to you, uh, middle management. So I'm middle management. Yes. I'm talking. The bit is clear. <laughs> the vows from middle management. Yes. Okay, we got it now. Thank you first to our friends and families for coming today as well as their various representatives, the church's board of directors, witnesses for all of the church's board of directors, custodial staff for everyone's spaces, and custodial staff for the custodial staff. I promise, my love, to send two confirmation emails every time you tell me you love me. I promise to do all the OSHA checks on any contraceptives we might use. If we decide to have children, I will, m- I will make sure that they are well-trained, have the proper sexual harassment orientations, yeah, and are given the proper W-2s. <laughs> in fact, in the interest of time and expediency, I'd like to send a notice of divorce for two years from now. <laughs> Please do not CCC. <laughs> yeah, just, put, just put that in your calendar and <laughs> make sure... It would be so useful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Take the mystery out of it. It's just, you know what? Let's call this in a couple of years. Then we'll be ready. Uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and praise the idea of prearranged divorce. I will not. Benton yeah, we're talking about arranged marriage. What about arranged divorce? Yeah. Well, where families are like, you two shouldn't be together anymore. <laughs> So we're just going to wrap this up in just two more years, guys. Just, I would love that. It's actually not a term. <laughs> Segment five. Uh, <laughs> don't take love out of life, Benton Harshaw, you heartless. Uh, segment five, it's new fall lineup. Television keeps on going whether we like it to or not. So why not try to make something at least semi-watchable and or not a Star Wars or Marvel property? Do they even make those anymore? <laughs> well, you do. And in fall... <laughs> fall... New fall lineup. Gosh darn it. It's your task to give us your rundown of the following new TV series based on these randomly generated titles skimmed from the various random title generators over at 7thSanctum.com, who still doesn't know we use their website for this purpose. And, of course, um, these can still be Marvel or Star Wars properties. I don't want I don't want to creatively handcuff you guys. I'm not Amazon. So, Cameron Schmidt, mm. let's, <laughs> let's hear uh, your... Little roundup, your rundown, your synopsis of this new TV series, Ghost Teens. Ghost Teens. Uh, in 1957, tragedy struck the small Americana town of Jackson, Montana. The state's strategic supply of dynamite and gunpowder exploded when an employee took a smoke break within the ignition zone. The business next door, a glass, glass, and more glass, was destroyed first. And the razor-sharp debris flew right into Jackson High next door, killing every student, teacher, and employee present. The community would never recover. The country would never forget the pain of such a moment. But it also brought us the hottest new show this spring, Ghost Teens! (laughs) What's high school like when you're dead and still searching for a way to become nothing? (laughs) Just as boring as it is when you're alive, LOL! Step back in time to the 50s and meet our characters, all stuck in their personalities and clothes as they were when they were ripped to shreds. <laughs> There's Davey, captain of the basketball team and boyfriend of Janet, head cheerleader. They seem like the perfect couple, but little did you know, they've been constantly cheating on each other for the last 55 years. 
Will they ever get love right? Or are they too young slash dead and incapable of growth? <laughs> what about Mr. Reinhardt, the geometry professor with World War II PTSD? In our times, we know what that means. But in Ghost Teen World, he's just a kooky old grouch who ducks every time someone drops a book. You won't believe what the ghost trouble or what the trouble. You won't believe what trouble the ghost teens get themselves into. In one special episode, they haunt Ned Frankerson, the only kid who didn't die that day because he was homesick with polio. He's in his 80s now, but that doesn't stop the ghost teens from making his life a living hell. This spring, watch Ghost Teens, the only show that asks the question, what's it like to be frozen in time when you're the most annoying version of yourself? <laughs> yeah. What kind of ghost trouble are these teens going to get into? Thank you, Cameron. Ooh. Good to have you back. We got all the way through that on a on the third option of device. Yeah, I have three <laughs> different ways to read everything. We did it. We made it. Hey, Cameron. What's huh? the general anxiety? What are we talking about? Oh, another I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. said what about what? Yeah. Uh, Cameron. Hey. Hey, how can people get more Cameron Schmidt in uh, their lives? Go follow uh, me on Instagram, at uh, punishmid, P-U-N-I-S-C-H-M-I-D. Um, I will post any shows that I'm on there if I remember. I didn't post tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I also post about trivia, which I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, that's the main way that I'll plug something. Yeah. You can also follow me on Twitter if you want to support uh, my journalism career, which uh, doesn't really need that much support right now. Uh, but that's just at Cameron Schmid. And Cameron is with a K. Yes. Awesome. Good to have you back, Cameron. Thank you always for having is, me. Always enjoy you being here. I do too. Uh, hey, Steven. You've got a TV show to, to tell us about as well. Yeah. It would be weird if I didn't give you one. Steven, give us the rundown of your made-up television series. I don't know. I just thought, uh, why not give this one to Steven? Uh, <laughs> let's hear about the psychedelic tales of the B-Man. The B-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I shit you not, I read this prompt, and I was like, it's going to be a TV show based on B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> that, that was just, I didn't write anything. That was just like my first thought. Okay. <laughs> then I went for my morning run and I shit you not. <laughs> I shit you not. I saw a discarded DVD slipcover oh. cover for none other than fucking <laughs> B movie <laughs> on the corner right down the street from my house. And I've never even seen B movie. I was like, "What <laughs> the fuck did I just see in the street?" I was like, "I must be tripping." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it's still there when I come back on my return loop. Sure. It was still there. <laughs> I was like, "Someone bought this movie, and instead of throwing the movie out the window." They threw the paper cover that goes over the plastic case out the window. Hmm. Is the movie that good? <laughs> then the TV show can't be any worse. <laughs> the audience was much better at knowing that you were done than I was going to be. <laughs> I knew you were done because they told me you were done. Otherwise, I was going to sit here and wait for more. So it's a good thing we've got audiences again. Uh, Should it have been longer? I, no, no. I'm just, that's just, it ended in appropriate Stephen Ferris fashion. Now, oh, I, don't, I don't even want to ask. I'm break the 
break the fantasy that I have. Did you actually? You didn't actually. No, I actually. It's true. Holy. You shit me not. I, you know, I <laughs> I thought about picking it up and bringing it in, but I was just like, I don't know. I kind of want to yeah. just leave it there. Yeah. Like, yeah. You made the right decision. That was probably yeah. the right call. Yeah. That was a good but one. I, yeah, it's all true. I, I couldn't. That's amazing. What are the odds? Yeah. I'm like, well, actually, what? That's a, that's a lot, those are odds. Those odds are high. Uh, Stephen Ferris, uh, if people wanted to, to get more of you and who and what you are in their lives on the daily, uh, <laughs> how could they go about that? Or just, you know what, a weekend, if they wanted to see Stephen Ferris, how can people get more Stephen Ferris in their lives is what I'm asking. You got to just go around and like ask yourself, <laughs> like, what do you want to do? Because that's what I ask people all the time. What do you guys want to do? And that's my handle on my, <laughs> all the social media stuff, like Instagram, even Facebooks. What do you guys want to do? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> and I have a website. What do you guys want to do.com? <laughs> it has my calendar on it. So you can see all the shows that I have coming up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, very importantly, next week, a week from today, next week, yeah. uh, we have what we talked about earlier, the mm-hmm. apple tree comedy competition. At 9 p.m. At 10 p.m., we have The Tonight Play yes. right after that, which is a reenactment of an entire episode of uh, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. <laughs> you guys are Johnny Carson fans. Yeah. You might want to come to that or might not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Stephen. Always You're good welcome, to have you. Man. Yeah, two shows, two chances to catch Stephen Paris next Friday, 9 and 10. Uh, Benton Harshaw, before you close out this program, how about you tell people how uh, they can get more Benton Harshaw where they work in bank? When's this coming out? Mm, I don't know, 2025? All right, cool. Uh, I'll be headlining <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Bad Boy Benton on Instagram. I post clips now because I'm selling my soul. Uh, do something. Uh, you'll find dates on there. Also, by... I assume by the time I've started sending out, I write too. I write short stories. I've started sending nice. them out. So hopefully I'll be published somewhere. That's awesome. Or self-publish myself. Sure. Just I might have a, have an idea for a little little pamphlet, just one-off stories to sell. Who knows? Just That's look cool. at, I might be dead. It's possible. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the future, I could be dead. We're all almost home, guys. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> Can we call the episode almost home? It probably will be. Sometime in late 2027. Uh, but yeah, um, Bad Boy Benton, all that. You know, I'll still be in SAC probably. Well. So, you know, find me. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for being here, Benton. You're always appreciated. Uh, you're going to be appreciated even more after you give us your, your rundown of this brand new fall TV series, Squid Negotiators. <laughs> wow. Wow, indeed. It's hot, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I no, I, are, I already ramped you up. I ramped you. You're, That's you're true. ready to go. I just the bit's not me going. Yeah, it's hot, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, right, guys. <laughs> All right, exterior shot, Cincinnati Zoo, 2016, okay. the gorilla exhibit. There's a bunch of policemen lining the tops of the pit. They all have guns pointed into the pit. Ooh. Detective David Rodriguez walks onto the scene. <laughs> he has a five o'clock shadow and whiskey on his breath. Goes up to a cop. He says, tell me the situation. Well, sir, a kid fell into the gorilla pit, and we aren't sure what to do. Hmm. Has the gorilla made any demands? <laughs> no, he's mostly grunted. Hmm. We're going to need our top minds on this. Call him in. Oh. 
You mean him? Yes, I mean him. Cut to old Pontiac pulling up to the zoo. The car stops. One leg comes out. Then another. 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 Squids have ten legs. And that's who's walking onto the scene. The squid goes to the pit. He looks over the side. Title screen. Squid negotiator. Cuts back exterior shot. Back to gorilla pit. Focus on squid negotiator. Harambe! Are you in there? Yes. What are you doing, man? There's heat everywhere. No way this ends well. I just want a friend. Listen, I get it. We're all lonely. I'm the squid investigator. You think there are any other squids on the CNYP? You think that's a box they got to check? Got enough squids on the force? No. You don't understand. You get to be an animal with a job. I'm an animal people look at. Listen, I'm a squid. I can shoot ink out my ass, but maybe I can't tell you what you want. All I know is that you got to let this kid go. I won't do it. Come on. You got 10 hands tied behind my back right now. I won't do it. Listen, I'll be your friend. He holds out a tentacle. And Harambe, he reaches up too. And the cops scream, he's got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) All forces fire on Harambe. And the squid negotiator, all ten in the air. No! (laughs) Squids have ten legs. I learned that today. Thank you, Jesse. That's it. (laughs) Well, no, thank you. And that was the Stab Show. Thank you for joining us, everybody. And a very special thank you to our amazing panel, Cameron Schmidt, Stephen Ferris, and Benton Harshaw. Now, if you had a good time ear listening to what just happened at you, well, you're in luck because you can get this episode and hundreds more like it via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Or, if you'd rather get your stab piping hot as it happens, you can catch the show live Friday nights at 7 p.m. in person at Stab Comedy Theater or from the comfort of your own home on StabTV.com or Twitch.tv slash Stab Comedy. And that's all we have for you tonight. So now, until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying, tell someone that needs to hear it that you care. I'll be waiting by the phone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Oh, thank you, guys.